0: Thanks for checking out the weekly Harmony Church podcast. For more information and resources about Harmony Church or any of the Harmony events, check out the Harmony Church website or Harmony Church Facebook page today. Nope. Okay, that's cool. We are just going to flick our eyes to the screen uh, for a little, little video to start this evening. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, so I love that video for a couple of reasons, other than the fact it's the underdog who ends up just taking everyone to school. I love the fact that the character that Uncle Drew is, he's that old school character who's not into that rapidity hippity hop and shiny shoes, but he's a real bowler who gets real buckets, yeah. that he's the type of person who knows who he is. And I remember when I was younger there was this phrase that went around and it was um, to keep the main thing the main thing. And amongst basketball circles they would all respond getting buckets because for them getting buckets was the main thing. And uh, I don't recommend that as a a theology or philosophy to base your life around getting buckets. But I do really admire that, that character and that attitude behind being able to prioritise something and pursue something. And so we're going to start tonight a series and Jared's going to speak on it next week and we're going to talk about uh, what is the main thing in your life and we're going to ask that question of what is the main thing in your life right now what is your life revolving around what is your getting buckets. Um, Uncle Drew knows what his main thing is. he knows that he lives that he knows who he is. But my question for you guys tonight is, do you know what the main thing is in your life? Do you know what that thing is that your life is revolving around? Um, put your hand up if you 've heard the term "God spot" before. Not too many people, a few more. So I guess maybe it 's old. <laughs> But Godspot is a term that you often find used by Christians, uh, funnily enough, but specifically a bit more in single Christian circles. Uh, I was single for about seven years as a Christian before I met Lydia, and it was a term that uh, single Christians would often use when in terms of talking about their list they had of a person they wanted to marry. And I know no one here in this room has a list, but um, if you do, it's okay. Um, I I personally never, uh, I wasn't a big fan of them, I thought they they were great for Uh, They could really give people hope for what God wanted to bring into them life to give them uh, a reason to really pursue God and the promises over their life. But also was a little concerned about when people wrote like a perfect list of the person they felt like God was going to give them to marry, because I kind of know it's not reality. That relationship is messy, that marriage is messy, and any sort of deep, meaningful relationship will require you to work through imperfection and... uh, and differences and disappointments. But I say that to say that oh, I technically had a list, even though I wasn't, against, I wasn't super for it. Uh, I just never wrote mine down because I only had two things. And one was that I had to be attracted to them, and two, I had to have peace about their God spot. And that was what I would just say to everyone. And so what the God spot is, is it's that, it's that part in your life that God has created that only He can fill properly. It's that part of you that only God can fill properly, that you can put other things in that spot. You can put other things in the God spot, but they won't actually fill it. Only God can fill that spot properly. And what I want you to understand as I talk about this, the the main thing tonight, as I talk about this God spot, I don't want you to hear it as your salvation, that if God is not in your God spot, that doesn't mean you're not saved. We're simply talking about the main thing in your life that's taking the majority of your attention And it's taking the majority of your affection. So your attention is what you think about the most and your affection is what you're pulled towards. So as I talk about what is your God spot and ask you that question and I talk about what is the main thing in your life, I don't want you to hear, am I saved, am I not saved? We don't believe in that theology. We believe in Romans 10, 9 that says, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you shall be saved. We believe in that. But what we are talking about is what is the main thing in your life right now that is getting the majority of your attention? and it's getting the majority of your affection, that it's pulling you towards it. What is the main thing in your life right now? I'm going to run through a list of things that could be the main thing in your life, or maybe it has been, maybe is I don't know. We're just going to run through them. Um, feel free to say amen if you are inclined. Uh, but... I'm gonna read a list of things that can be the main things in people's lives and I want you to consider from your history or your current experience what it's like to have one of these things as the main thing in your life. One of these things to be the main thing you think about and the main thing that pulls you. Um, First one, Netflix. Star Wars. Rugby. Basketball, friends, a new relationship, a lot of people put their hand up, being right, (laughs) money, alcohol, other people's thoughts, getting a little more real, your body, your work, Pornography or masturbation, social media, family, yourself, and even Jesus fits in there. Pretty much everything I read on that list except for Star Wars and Netflix uh, has been the main thing in my life at one point or another. Pretty much everything on that list I read out has been the main thing in my life one way or another. And so I know what it's like for those things to be the main thing in your life. And I, what I want you to think about is like not everything I read there is inherently bad or evil. It's just not designed to be the main thing in your life. And I'd love you for you to consider tonight what life looks like when these things are the main thing in our life and what life could look like if we decide to embrace Jesus as the main thing in our life ongoing. I'd love for you to consider what, it, what it's actually like for money to be the main thing in your life, for it to be the thing that consumes the majority of your thought life. How can I get more money? How much money do I have? How much does this cost? And you're pulled towards it. Your affection is for it. You want more of it. It wants more of you. You're thinking about how can I earn more of this stuff? How can I get more of this stuff? How can I hoard more of this stuff? What is it like for money to be the main thing in your life? What is it like for your body to be the main thing in your life? This is more common for women, but it's also a challenge for men. When your body is the main thing in your life, it's the thing you think about the most. How do I look? How does my body look? You think about it the most and it pulls you towards it. I need to look better. I need to sort this out. I need to change this. I need to be better. Your body to be the main thing. What is that like? like? What is it like for pornography to be the main thing, the thing you think about, the thing you think about, the thing you want to engage with, the thing that pulls you towards it? What is it like for social acceptance to be the main thing in your life? The thing that your life revolves around it is, am I accepted by the people around me? To think about that morning and night and to be pulled towards trying to be something for those around you? And I'd love you to think what it looks like or what it is like to have yourself in your God spot for the main thing in your life to be you. The real big challenge about the main thing in your life, when when you make you the main thing in your life, you now require everything around you to line up for you to be happy. When you make you the main thing in your life, when you place you in your God spot, you now require everything around you to line up before you can be happy because every problem is your problem. Because yeah. every problem is your problem because it's all about you when you make you the main thing. And it's a pretty miserable life and either you're a, you live a life of problems or you medicate and your problems just get bigger. And then of course, what life could look like to have Jesus in the God spot, to have God in the God spot. All those things are listed, not all of them are inherently bad, they just weren't created to be the main thing in your life. And even though you may experience highs from these other things, you may experience moments of pleasure from these other things, that all they will do in the end is highlight their lack of ability to fill that God spot. That after every high is an eternal low as you realise that these things are not a God that can love you, look after you, and they were not the things that created you. I'm asking you the question tonight, what is the main thing in your life right now? What is the main thing getting the majority of your attention and pulling you towards it? It's got your affection because whatever has the majority of your attention and your affection, you will build your life around. Your life will surround whatever that thing is. I have lived with myself, porn, money, social acceptance being the main thing. And I can tell you that there are some good highs. There are moments of pleasure. But there's also a never-ending sense of dissatisfaction that only grows because other things can enter your God spot, but they can never fill it properly. What is the main thing in your life? It is the thing that your life revolves around and it is where you draw your sense of purpose, your identity and value from. It is the thing that is ruling your life. The main thing in your life is ruling your life. And if it's money, I really encourage you to process if that's a great decision. Because money makes a great servant but a terrible master. And it will run you dry. Social acceptance can make a great servant, but a terrible master when you place your entire life in the hands of some insecure people around you. What is the main thing in your life? It is a thing where you draw your sense of purpose, identity, and value from. What do you want to be drawing your main sense of purpose, identity, and value from? What do you want ruling you, your creator, or something birthed out of insecurity? All those things I've listed can give you a sense of life, a sense of purpose, a sense of fulfillment, but only one can sustain that. Every other, can a, um, every other one can provide an emotional high, but only one can sustain abundant life. So my question is, what is your bucket's? What is that thing that you live for? What is that thing that your identity comes out of? What is that thing that you see yourself, that you refer to yourself? Is it your body? Is it social acceptance? Is it Jesus? Is it money? Is it, is it social status? What is the main thing in your life? Here's what it comes down to for me. With every ounce of influence and grace I have, I encourage you to be willing to go on a journey to learn what it is to have God in that God spot, to learn what it is to have Jesus as the main thing in your life. And I intentionally use the word learn, what it looks like to learn to have God in that God spot. Because although most people in this room are born again Christians, all of us need to go on a journey of learning what it is to have God in that God spot and actually allow Him to remain there because you can make a decision to be like, all right, God's going to be the main thing in my life. I'm going to pursue Him. I'm going to know Him. I'm going to value this relationship with Him. And things can be going really good and then you lose your job or then you get some massive fine and God's in that God spot and all of a sudden money starts to try push in in that moment, bills are racking up, debt is going up, pressure is coming on that God spot and money is saying, let me in. Money is saying, let me into that God spot. If you let me into that God spot, then you'll never have to feel this feeling again. That if you make me God of your life, if you make me the main thing, then I will look after you and you will never lack. That if you serve me, then I'll make sure that this won't happen to you again. So we can have God in the God spot, but the, the challenges of this world put pressure on that. So we have to be willing to go on a journey to learn what it is to keep him there. You can be in a, in a new relationship and things are going really good and church is really good and you're really excited to be there and you're on fire for Jesus and the relationship's going really good and they're meeting all your needs. Potentially for the first time in your life, you're experiencing this, this feeling of all your needs being met by this one person, which is a temporary experience, by the way. Pop. And then all of a sudden the relationship doesn't work out and they walk away. And, and this pressure gets put on your God spot. This pressure gets put on the main thing in your life, which is Jesus. And that pressure is the desire to make uh, your future husband or wife or partner your, your everything to make that your main thing, that if you can just get a husband, if you can just get a wife, if you can just be chosen, things will be okay and you'll never have to feel this feeling of disappointment again. I invite you to to go on a journey to learn what it is to have God in your God spot, for Jesus to be the main thing in your life through the pressures that come against us in this world. I want to ask you the question though for tonight, like we're... What is the main thing in your life? What is the main thing in your life right now? I want you to learn because the best thing you can do with your God spot is allow God into that space. Um, if the worship band could just start to come up, would be great. I'm just gonna finish uh, by sharing a couple stories. Um, they both come out of the Gospels, Matthew and Luke. Uh, the first one, it comes out of Matthew chapter 19 and it speaks of the rich young ruler. And it is a situation where Jesus is, is teaching and this man comes up to Jesus and he's quite a wealthy man and he says to Jesus, hey man, like what do I have to do to do life with you? And Jesus said, are you doing the things that you've been taught? And the rich young ruler says, yep, I'm ticking all those boxes. I'm, I'm meeting all those requirements. And Jesus said, that's great. There's only one thing that's left give away everything you have to the poor and come and follow me. And then it says that the rich young ruler was sad and walked away. Because in that moment, Jesus said, that's really great, you're doing all the right things. But at the moment, I'm not in your God spot. At the moment, money is the main thing in your life. And Jesus challenged him. He said, are you willing to shift that? Are you willing for the main thing to go from being money To me, are you willing for God to fill that God spot? But that man wasn't in a place where he was able to do that. But there's another illustration in the Gospel of Luke, same chapter, verse 19. And it's illustration of Zacchaeus, who's a tax collector. And tax collectors back in the day were known for being Uh, for being thieves, that they would collect people's taxes and then a bit more for themselves. And so they were not seen as esteemed, honest people in society. And Jesus is walking through the city and the people are crowding around him. And so Zacchaeus really wanted to see Jesus. So he climbs up the tree to see Jesus and Jesus sees Zacchaeus in the tree. And he says, hey, I'm going to come hang out with you today. And Zacchaeus just was really, like, oh, jumps down from the tree and they're walking back to Zacchaeus' house. And Zacchaeus just all of a sudden in this moment just repents and just says to Jesus, I'm so sorry. I'm going to give back everything that I've taken and I'm going to give extra. That in that moment, in that encounter of walking with Jesus, Zacchaeus realised that money was the main thing in his life. That money was in that God spot. But in the encounter with Jesus, he realised he was created for something else. He realised that spot could not be filled properly with money, but only with God. And so in that moment, money left that God spot and God took that place. And Zacchaeus' life was changed forever And, and I believe from that moment forward he was willing to protect that relationship with God, that he was willing to protect that God would be the main thing in his life. And so the invitation for tonight is that you would go on a journey of discovering, first of all, what is the main thing in your life? What is that thing that your life is revolving around? What is that thing that you think about the most? And what is that thing that pulls you towards it? And then is it Jesus? And what might it look like to walk that out?